<laughs> we back y'all yes we're back <clears throat> new and improved well yes. well sort of halfway halfway improved <laughs> halfway improved um yeah. yeah what's up for everybody welcome to f1 or f off your audio pit stop for f1 news interviews and race reviews my name is gabe and that was the first time i ever did that without reading it Ooh. oh oh snap boy <laughs> right <laughs> and i'm the other half of the podcast adrees well, you know what? Some water. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, we've only been doing this for 50 episodes. So if I that's don't have mesmerized by now, um, that's uh... <laughs> then we're fuck smashed. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a problem on me. That's that's my problem. So uh, <clears throat> would you say that we should get sacked for not knowing that? <laughs> uh huh. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're just a bunch of wankers. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into some hot, hot juicy news in the formula one world mm. um i gotta say yeah this is we have to acknowledge this is our 50th episode and mm-hmm. um i'll just take a quick minute to say thank you to all of you listeners for helping us get to this point and also like 50th episode also the first episode of season two that's right folks we are in season right. two we are recording in 2024 here we are um we are manifesting our our dreams into reality and we're going to make it happen this year with uh that's right. lots of lots of different things um but yeah, it's just cool that we're able to get to this, that we've been able to get to this point And like, we're just still here talking on our mics about Formula One and motorsports. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah, really looking it's forward true. to just what this year has in store. Um, yeah, the, the, anyways, but it, yeah, it feels good to like actually say the intro too, because it, it's been a while, <laughs> you know, we've, we've taken a little bit of a break and, you know, been yeah. doing things in life, you know. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff happening on my yeah. end. So mm-hmm. as, as you can tell, if you're uh, a YouTube watcher, yeah. you're like, hey, wait, that's not the normal blurry void yeah. that Gabe <laughs> sits in front of. And you're correct. It's because yeah. I moved and now I have some, well, I have some of my stuff on the wall. Um, you know, there's only, only so much space I can put. So I'm still kind of working on rearranging some things. But sure. um, but yeah. Um, I like the vibe. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, I tried to put like some comics back there and some Deep Space Nine stuff and some racing stuff. So, oh man, wait, is I've that a movie poster? A is that a movie poster for Attack of the Clones in the back there? No, your favorite movie? No, right? there's no Attack of the Clones. Are you talking about these these two right here? No, I'm kidding. I know how much you strongly oh, you... dislike the prequels. <laughs> you. Oh man, I <laughs> I truly appreciate though that you, you expletive. Know, yeah, you you really trusted me deeply there. You're like my friend would never. He I give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm not going to assume that you, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume that you're, oh, that you're trying to, you know, make me look bad. That, that I'm yanking your chain. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to assume that. I'm not going to assume that. Um, well, I mean, speaking of assumptions, um, we're always assuming that, um, you know, that in F1 off season, that there's not really going to be, you know, any huge shaking news until the season starts at least it doesn't often happen but uh yeah. we got a bit of a bit of a bombshell um as most of you know now um that uh gene has sacked gunther wait uh, hygiene you mean, you mean hy- hygiene hy- the, the, the hygiene. guy that we use mouthwash for hygiene? that's right gene haas has sacked gunther and uh everyone was kind of mouth agape um really <laughs> really shocked by it honestly um i mean i you i definitely want to get your thoughts on this but mm-hmm. um uh my uh you know sizzling hot fajita take on this situation is um 
honestly, uh, I'm not surprised, and I honestly don't care that much. Really? Yeah, I'm not. Really? I'm not. I'm not upset. Mm. I'm not like, you know, I'm not worried for Haas. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have to remind ourselves. Here is yeah. Well, here's the thing. Honestly, we have to remind ourselves that like Gunther was the team principal during like some of the most terrible decisions that that team has made like in its you know in its history in f1 like he was there at the forefront of the rich energy saga and then immediately after that tanked he was right there with the urakali and marzipan thing yeah like he treated mick schumacher not that great yeah like you know, he had a really weird relationship between him and uh, Grosjean and uh, Magnuson, and like, you know, everyone's just like, "Oh yeah, going through oh, a bunch of wankers." Like, yeah, we get the meme ability, mm-hmm. but um, as far as an effective team principal, like, I'm not convinced. You know mm-hmm. that that he was really going to, um, you know, that he was really the fit that they needed. And honestly, I think like Haas for a long time, like. They've switched sponsors, right? They've switched yeah. drivers a few times. The one thing that they haven't done is switched up management. And I think that there was about time that yeah. that happened, you know, if I'm being honest. So, counterpoint here. All right. Uh-huh. Imagine you are Gunter Steiner, right? And you have Gene Haas, who is, by the way, a really successful businessman in, mm-hmm. in the States, right? Due to his company, Haas Automation, where they produce CNCs. That's a computer uh, computer numerical controlled machine that does all kinds of different manufacturing processes, including milling, that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're like top-of-the-line machines, right? Let's, let's say this guy, Gene Haas, is a cheapskate. Let's say <laughs> this guy just doesn't put out, right? He mm-hmm. is expecting the world while supplying like just pennies, just trick a trickle of funds, right, to your mm-hmm. race organization, right, mm-hmm. to an organization that exists within a sport that requires a lot of financial investment, right. You have to think about when you're spending money in a sport like this, a high performance sport, that you're not just dumping money down the drain, right. When you spend money, it's actually an investment. You're investing in facilities, you're investing in personnel, you're investing in institutional knowledge. All these things will lead up to an eventual crest or precipice in your organization that turns into results, that turns into um, podium finishes, that turns into wins, pole positions, that sort of thing, championships eventually. Um, I, I hear you and feel you about the assessment on on Gunter you know, linking up with some shady people, right? Like Rich Energy, right into Royal Kali, right? However, mm-hmm. do you think he was forced into that position to make those financial decisions because hygiene wasn't putting out, wasn't really given the funds that he needed in order to make the organization function in the way it was? Yeah, well, I guess that I guess that was part of this, right? Like they were suggesting that part of the reason why they were getting this, trying to get the, the kind of sponsorship that they needed to get was because gene was not investing in the the team uh outside of just being the majority stakeholder Mm -hmm. um which uh i mean yeah i i guess it i guess it's 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 you chase the you chase the funds where you can get them right yeah if somebody like gene haas has the deep pockets in order to fund and own an f1 team like yeah like you know he can invest that money into it uh, and if he's not going to do it, he's not going to do it mm-hmm. um i think that 
I think the where it I think that the two the problem I think there are the two problems here is like I I think like rich energy right if, we, if we're going to talk mm. about the two major sponsors outside of Haas <laughs> yeah. that they've had right and we're talking about funding them right so rich energy didn't have any money right they well, had as we found out had, right <laughs> as we found out we had suggest he had suggested that he had money mm-hmm. um but he didn't and so whatever little amount of money he gave was just what he gave and then you know so pretty much throughout that little saga it was just that one season um yeah. they didn't like their their performance couldn't really be blamed their lack of performance i mean i guess it could be blamed on a lack of funding but um i, I suppose like i mean i suppose that like because the team wasn't didn't have that money to develop it's like the they mm-hmm. could have they had the capital obviously to get it started and they sure. could have produced good results but they didn't i mean because I, I think that if if they had had such a lack of funding early on and like didn't have the thought to kind of progress like they would have it would have we would have known about this or we would have heard about that earlier in the season and i don't remember honestly hearing about haas not having enough money to operate until the whole thing imploded a couple of mm. races in yeah um now with urikali i think it's different because with urikali they had the money clearly they had the funding because like you know the guy was paying them and you know he had like this like the guy it's not like the guy doesn't have the money that he was mm-hmm. saying that he has right yeah. so he had the money to invest but the thing is is they had that caveat of the fact that mars spin had to be on the team mm-hmm. and like and so you have this added complication of you might not have the best driver in that position because they had the two rookie drivers yeah. so like that contributed to the issue of the faltering team mm-hmm. so and then then there was that whole business about him claiming that the car was not the same and that like mick was getting all the preferential treatment and and all of this nonsense um so i think that like i think for for what they had available to them and for what they were using i think like gunther did as good as he could do Mm. um i think considering but at the same time it's like you know there the buck stops with him you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, if the team is not performing, like, you know, he's the team principal, you know, it's yeah. like if Red Bull fails and continues to fail, people are going to blame Christian Horner. They're not going to blame anybody else. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Cause the buck stops with him. It's like with the most of the time. So yeah, I, I think, um, I think it's weird that Gene Haas does not want to invest more into this team that he owns. Like that he's like, it's almost like he's hesitant to, mm-hmm. um, and uh you know it's it's like that same old adage man it's like you got to spend money to make money you know what i mean Mm. and like if he really wants to invest he's got to put some money out i mean it's just what's going to happen yeah um or what's got to happen so yeah i also heard yeah i I also heard some this weird thing that apparently gene gene said that uh that gunther ran like he he said that he focused too much on the human side of the team and he needs to focus more on the engineering side of the team going forward which i'm just like oh, okay are you, so you're telling oh, me that boy. like treating mick schumacher the way that you did and like getting fake sponsorships <laughs> was him and like the human side. having a, that was focusing on the human side of the team more oh, like not just that not just that it, to me that screams that screams of like ownership or uh, ownership, the owners and management that just 
are so out of touch, right? Like yeah. the people, your number one thing in an organization are the people, right? Because yeah, the people your asset. Make, yeah. I, I wouldn't even call them an asset, right? Because people like, like that, that, that has like a weird property kind of flair on it. I don't like it, but like, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, Fair. like people are your, your biggest source of like knowledge and contribution, right? And mm. they can either like drive the inertia of like, let's say your organization is trying to solve a problem. That problem is a big rock, right? The, yeah. It's like the Sisyphus problem. Like it's a Greek, Greek myth story, whatever, where the dude is just pushing or rolling a rock up a hill and it right. has, you know, has to continue to roll it. That's just his fate, right? Like if you get the right people, like the task of actually rolling that rock up the hill is much easier, right? right. And again, it's the people around you that surround you to help you figure that problem out and solve that. So of course he should be focusing on the human side of it. Like, mm-hmm. and the engineering is going to come along with that as long as you're hiring the right people, Right, and you have a good culture. You're retaining good talent, all that kind of stuff. So, to hear Gene say that, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it just feels like it's just like it's disheartening. It, it feels like an absentee owner in a way. It's like um, it's like when I was working <laughs> at a pie shop, and yeah. the person who hired me and who mm-hmm. like gave me my position was fired, and then the boss <laughs> showed up the next day, and I was there, and he was like, "Oh, we'll, we'll find you something to do." Even though, like, I had been producing, like, all of the pie dough, like, for the entire shop for, like, the past three months by myself, like, at late at night to work in Graveyard. But we'll find you something like, to do. And, like, assembling all the pies. But we'll find you something to do. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, so you you had no idea what oh, I did. Man. And so now yeah. you're going to have to figure it out because I'm not doing that job anymore. Um, but, yeah, I, I, wow. I agree. I think it's just, like, it's just a sign of absentee owners, ownership, just, like not completely understanding what it is that's that's that needs to happen mm-hmm. um you know i feel i i 100 agree i think that like you know this also could be a you know uh example of you know gen- economic problems in general like you know mm. the, the the heart of a functioning strong economy is the working class of people who are actually doing the jobs mm. and so if you undervalue them if you underpay them then they're not going to the engine's not going to run properly the system's right. not going to run properly so like yeah like if you're in running a race team and your engineers are overworked and they don't have the resources that they need and they don't have the you know they're not they don't have the morale and the yeah you know and it's not going to work it's just not going to work you know and, but Absolutely. also the same as the drivers the driver is the most important human element of the race car right and uh you know if you got a guy who is you know believes that like there's a conspiracy that the car is not set up like hey that he's getting like you know shafted by the team and like he keeps just spinning everywhere Mm -hmm. and like you know they they're they're trying to fix it for him but like he keeps insisting like you also have to think of that and i mean i think like marzipan was probably it's an absolutely terrible attitude as a race car driver to have is to think like oh it's not I'm not I'm not the one that needs to improve. It's the team is sabotaging me. It's just mm. like no 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 no. Mm. You know, that's why Hamilton thanks the team like anytime he does a win, like it's the first thing he says is hey, like, especially people back in the guys, factory, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um so yeah, it's I don't a, know. It, I was going to say it's to the point where him saying that is is a meme, you know? Like I mean, it's <laughs> it's great that he does it, you know, but it, it's it's yeah. funny. It's definitely funny cuz you can tell, oh, he's going to say it now, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's good. It, and that's exactly what it should be. It should be predictable right. because they are part of your team. Yeah. So, so what do you what do you think this is going to do for Haas in general? 
Do you um, think they're going to kind of stay in the middle of the road? Do you think there's going to be any improvement? Like, I don't think this is going to make any sort of material impact for this upcoming season. I think if there if there's a major improvement that is coming from the new team boss, uh, Ayo Komatsu, he is... Um, he's the guy that you would typically see by Gunter's side anytime you'd watch uh, Drive to Survive. Um, he seems, by the way, he seems like pretty well liked by the team from what I've been seeing. I don't, I haven't seen anything come out about him. I haven't seen him do anything heinous in his in his internet days back in the day that mm-hmm. would would creep up to prevent him from doing his job. Um, but um, if anything, maybe we see some some good things showing up towards the end of the season. Um, because I would wager that the design of, I mean, not wager, like absolutely the design of the car has kind of been set in stone for the last several months and they're working right. hard on machining all the pieces and everything, getting everything ready for, for, uh, winter testing here pretty soon. So if we're going to see a real material impact from IO's leadership, I would assume it's going to be probably next season. So you can kind of just count on 2024 being a wash for Haas mm-hmm. and 2025, I think being the year that you can see some some new house improvements. The weird thing though, is that recall when Haas entered the sport in 2016, mm-hmm. they punched severely above their weight, right? Like they extremely did, yeah. high. I think that what they finished what P five in the championship. Yeah. I th- well, yeah, the yeah it was like five or six. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think it was five. Like, like right, for, right. In, yeah. For a brand new team. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, that isn't to say, I think we've just gotten used to Haas being kind of a meme over the last several years, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And it sucks because the people who work there, are really passionate about the sport, right? They are just in an environment where they just haven't had the funds and the maybe the leadership to kind of direct that vision, right? Right. Um, because I, I would guarantee you the engineers and like everyone, every all the all the personnel who work at Haas are just as talented, if not more so, than others at the than their colleagues mm-hmm. and peers at the other uh, big teams, right? Right. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think that's where things stand right now. But yeah, don't expect any kind of material material improvement. I think until at least twenty twenty five. Right. Yeah, I think uh, everyone has a. I think people have an expectation that like things are going, things will change like quickly, um, but it's like very rarely ever the case. Um, you know, you, you have an instance like in two thousand nine, when you know Braun shows up. And just right, like right. you know, does this ta- this quick takeover of a, of a failing team, and then it's just like okay, you know, let's 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 we're just gonna do it. And well, you know, they had to retrofit like a new engine into the car, yeah. But they had like a special the double diffuser thing, and like it, it was just the perfect you know perfect sort storm. of formula of yeah. of everything, right? Um, and I think that everybody tries to capture that magic, but like it does not happen regularly and right. if you expect it to happen regularly you're going to be regularly disappointed yes yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah something else about haas too that i wanted to talk about is i wonder how well it's not necessarily haas per se but it's more like just gunter's um i guess presence within drive to survive right uh-huh um because arguably, I would say the reason that Drive to Survive is so has been so impactful and so I think attractive and appealing to viewers, especially in the U.S., is because mm-hmm. of both Danny Rick and Gunter Steiner, right? Um, yeah, I'm sorry, so, you, you could argue that. 
Yeah, I would say, I mean, those are like the breakout stars, right? Like, mm-hmm. I found myself after watching season one all those years ago, I was just like, oh man, Gunter, he's okay. He's he's an interesting guy. He's more than what he appears to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I am curious about how will DTS find new personalities, right? Because I think arguably, right, the allure of DTS is that you see you see a side of the drivers and the, and, and the team principals and the personnel that you don't get to see, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to just go back to Danny Rick. You know, like who who's going to be given like the meme content, right? And like Otmar Safnar, he was, everyone was just like, oh, Daddy Otmar last year, you know, with last season mm-hmm. because of the whole like, oh, I live alone with my dog and take care right. of mine, you know. But, um, you know, those are like one-offs, but who's going to be the new Gunter? Uh, here's the thing. I don't, I, I don't want there to be a new Gunther. Gunther. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't sure, want there sure. to be a new one. I just like go, just talk to somebody else. Let them, let it be like a, you know, whoever they're going to be mm-hmm. like, this is like, like, you know, drive to survive. Can't be like, Hey, F1, like, Hey, come on. We need some firebrand character, like <laughs> yeah, hire somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. Yeah, like yeah. you're, you're asking a team to make a decision based off mm-hmm. a television show, not mm-hmm. off the sport. And that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So. I mean, of the, um, of it, the personalities we have left, who is the most, do you think? Like. Uh, Christian. New. For sure, like, he's gonna get a lot more. As far as like, for sure, you know, yeah, I mean, he's already like throughout. I mean, he has tons of like mm-hmm. meme ability, like him and Toto. Yep. You know, it's just like throw te- talk to Checo. Checo said your car shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like he has those moments, right? The funniest, um, the funniest line he had was, "Everybody has a target on their back." Everybody has a <laughs> the black turtleneck. I, I love that. <laughs> Everybody has a target on their back. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, he has his moments, you know, I mean, they have, they retain Danny Ricardo, right? Yeah. And I think like, oh, here's, here's the thing though. If we're going to talk about Drive to Survive, could you imagine mm-hmm. if Danny Ricardo like wins a title in 2024 or like wins the title in 2025, like Man. he gets the seat with Red Bull and then when Man. I mean, the, the story arc oh my God. drive to survive to get to that point yeah. is going to be one of the most incredible yeah. things to witness in a, in a reality show. Yeah. Um, At that point, just end the series. There's, you can't, I mean, you can't yeah. top that. You can't top yeah, that. Like just done, like move on. Um, Unless Gunter comes out of retirement and then builds like a brawn like <laughs> team and then wins the championship with that team. And then he just quits at the end of the year. He's like, that's it. Well, I think it's hilarious <laughs> that his autobiography is driving to survive. So like hilarious, or, right? Is, is it, or wait, surviving is it survive, to drive surviving or something like that, right? or something. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay, like, it's like we get it, dude. <laughs> you know, I feel like he didn't even like, it's like you can right there. It's like, you can tell where his mindset is back. Mm. It's just like, he's just like, I'm going to make money off of this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess with his professional career, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll host a talk show. Maybe he'll do some like a podcast. I mean, I, I have no idea what his future is, but like, you know, maybe he's what maybe he ends up taking over as a principal of a different team in a different sport. You mm-hmm. know, maybe he becomes a commentator. Well, maybe not a commentator, but like a contributor. Like, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, but apparently, like, people love, I mean, I also wonder if the novelty of him being on Drive to Survive and being on the thing is going to wear off when he's not there. You know what I mean? Mm. Do people really want Gunther content or do they just mm. want Gunther content in the context of Formula One and Drive to Survive? Mm. You know what I mean? That's a good I point. don't know if, yeah, I don't know if he has life outside of that mm-hmm. in that sense. So, yeah. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah. we're not really getting anybody new 
uh, in the sport right now. So yeah. Um, we're just having the same old characters. I just hope that they show more of the people we want to see and more yeah. of people that we don't didn't see much of. Like, you know, have Logan talk more. Have talk about his love um, of iced tea. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> have uh, Oscar Piastri show up more. Uh, yeah. Have you know? Uh, I don't know George talks plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I don't know. Like, well, I guess we'll we'll see. <clears throat> sort of what shakes out i mean yeah. are there any moments from this last year that you're really excited to see and drive to survive like um not particularly i mean the whole season oh 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 maybe if they focus on when lance pushes pushes homeboy in the in the uh oh and like azerbaijan in, in, yeah in the garage mm-hmm. yeah that might be interesting you know what they'll yeah, do they'll like princess they'll, yeah, yeah they'll no, though. Oh no! Oh, you're talking him. about Lance. Yeah, oh, Lance Stroll. Okay. Yeah, when he pushes, when he pushes his his guy in the garage, right? And then I could just hear like, I can imagine what it would look like on Netflix if you have the subtitles. It'll be like open bracket, dramatic singer, close back bracket. <laughs> <Just like>, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, just and like, then it'll cut to Will Bucks and being like, they say diamonds are made under pressure, but maybe this one just couldn't cut it. Something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe he's still a lump of coal. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe all that's daddy's, what Dad got off for Christmas. All Daddy's money in the world still couldn't turn that piece of coal into a diamond, you know. <laughs> Something it's like just that, unacceptable you know? to, to push your, your to push your personal trainer. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm 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 definitely curious to see that. Yeah. I definitely am curious to see the Singapore episode with the Carlos win. Yes, um, that's yeah, gonna be, be fun, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. The episode where and, Lewis uh, maybe almost won the U.S. Uh, U.S. Was it yes. Austin? I think it was Austin, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Also, um, wait a minute. Was this was is the, the this is the race where um, Lewis, Max, Charles, and Lando all got scrutineered for their plank, their plank uh, thing. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, was this year also the same year where they did the LL Cool J intro walk? No, was that no, no, no. That was twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because like that, I I still haven't seen. We still have. I don't. I, did we? See, did they cover that? I don't think. I think they barely no, covered I, that. I don't even think they touched it. I mean, because, oh, because Drive to Survive is more of a propaganda mouthpiece. But oh well, well this year Drive to Survive is gonna be. They're gonna hype up Vegas like crazy. Oh just yeah, like they absolutely. did with Miami. They're just exactly. like, oh, it's like another world. And exactly. Like, oh, it's just the, the most yeah. exciting race of the season. I'm like, yeah. oh god. As long um, as they get more scenes of. Do you, okay, I, more scenes of people just like rubbing things into Christian Horner's face. Do you remember from that episode specifically, the Miami episode from Drive to Survive, where they focused on the 2020 22 season, where uh, Caitlyn Jenner was talking with oh, Christian yeah. Horner? And, and Caitlyn yeah. Jenner was like, Well, you know, Formula One just isn't Formula One without Ferrari. And this is right, right. to Christian's face, and he's just like, he's like mm-hmm. Bruh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, well, I'm just I'm waiting for him to uh, I'm waiting for the him to basically just continue to be like kind of a hypocrite and just like all of the complaining that he was doing during yeah. like the Mercedes. Oh, the Mercedes. Yeah, He's yeah, just going to yeah, like yeah, completely. Yeah. You can probably do a super cut of like, <laughs> you know, um, like like as if there's two different Christian Horners complaining about yeah. each other. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I can imagine that happening mm-hmm. um, because we, you know, he's going to flip the script. It's just oh, what he does. He's, he's a drama queen. 100%. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, when when is that? I don't even know when that's when that's coming out. As I know they I announced assume, it hitting soon, right? I would assume it's um, gonna be like two weeks before the season starts. So probably like March fourteenth or something like that. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Season. Um, I'm gonna say March eighth. Am I am I right? Uh, late February. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So it says so pretty much like right as the season starts yeah, thanks cool. guys you yeah can they always do that give and us some content like in between you dude, know to munch i'm like <laughs> i i'm i'm not a big binger like it can be stressful to try to get through 10 episodes of that and before the the season starts yeah um one last thing i want to say about the whole Haas scenario mm -hmm. um this pops in my mind i saw an excellent meme where they showed <laughs> do you remember in drive to survive um last season where Mattia and and Gunter were driving in that little car in the Italian countryside, yes. right? Yes. So they take they take the they still of them just driving that little tiny like um uh like Yugo looking car, right? And then they cut to the scene of um Thelma and Louise when the car's going off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's oh, that's wonderful. It's so true. It's so true. You think like I mean, how many, how many, how many like team principles have we eaten through since the beginning of Drive to Survive? Oh, dude. I mean, there's well now there's Gunther, there's Mat uh, Matia. Yeah. Cyril, um, Cyril Biddable. Cyril, he's gone. Um, who Andrea was the guy that was in, gone? Yeah, well, uh, the Williams um, team principal right um, that was like yeah yos, uh, yos capito he's gone yeah he's gone um didn't wasn't uh wasn't um um aruva bene wasn't he in season one who was the ferrari sponsor or who was the ferrari team principal in season one i don't think it was matteo it was probably uh aruva bene yeah yeah but he wasn't really well liked um i think he was no it was clear that he was gonna get get the boot yeah i yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's at least like five or six that mm -hmm. we've gone through. Yeah, um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Everybody um, has a talking on their back. You know, everybody has a talking on their back. Um, God, that's like that's like that's like a God, it's like he's like an assassin, dude. Um, yeah. I kind of want that. I kind of want that as a shirt or a sticker or something like <laughs> Toto in a turtleneck saying everybody has a target on their back. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So, well, I guess we'll see. Um. The new the new team principal for uh, for Haas has been there. He was the chief engineer, I believe. So um, not an unknown quantity to the team. Mm. Um, so right. um, I guess we'll you know we'll see we'll see how it goes. But like you said, the car is already well into development. So I think at this point the team is mostly on autopilot. It just kind of needs a new a new guide. So mm -hmm. I guess we'll, we'll 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 see how that goes. One thing I did want to say, though, while we're talking to Drive to Survive is, did you see that um, Formula E has just put out a new, their, their own version of Drive to Survive? Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it called? Uh, it's called the Formula Unplugged? E Unplugged. Yeah. 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 Um, which um, the only reason why I know that exists is because I was looking up Formula E Grand Prix where to watch. <laughs> And it said it was on Roku and Paramount Plus. And when I looked it up on Paramount Plus, that was the only thing that came up. Guys, we tried. Um, we really tried, we tried to watch this race this weekend. And like, because the thing is, it's not easy to watch a race live all the time, right? No. We'll have what they call real lives, right? <laughs> <laughs> that exist outside of motorsports. And it's a little difficult to watch it live. 
So mm-hmm. I don't understand why, like, why first off you can't just watch the race like live if you're trying to easily stream it, right? Um, and then secondly, why they just don't have the replay posted almost immediately, if not like a couple hours afterwards? Like that, right? This is like this is me talking to Formula E sponsors, and I know they just signed a big deal with Roku, so they have like exclusive streaming or whatever. Get this figured out like right now because. Mm-hmm. You are in the 10th season of a really awesome race series, right? You are in an era where people are starting to pay attention to motorsports, like, like really in, in a significant way. Like the number of posts and social media buzz that I've been seeing about everyone watching the Formula E Mexico e was huge this, la- this last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't mess up. You have to make it as easy as possible for people to watch this, right? Because this is mm-hmm. kind of like an unknown quantity and like it's relatively unknown to a certain degree. Make yeah. it as easy as possible for people to watch. Figure it out. Like make an official Formula E app where everyone can just do it on that. You know, yeah, if it's gonna be yeah. as difficult. Like forget Roku. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and you know, it's funny. It reminds me of when I was watching. So, like, you know, obviously, like if you're, you know, we're from the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. So we're used to like people yeah, watching right. football on the weekend, right? You know, or like baseball or whatever sports event it was, right? Sure. And obviously, because you know it's happens domestically most of the Mm -hmm. time people can go and watch that live within a certain you know uh was a certain period of time and you know during the day and Mm -hmm. also because it tends to be really popular amongst a lot of people locally that like if you don't watch it live you're gonna get spoiled for what happened from your coworkers or your friends so you there's an incentive to watch it live 100 but when I was watching Formula One at the beginning, I just DVR'd it. You know, like mm-hmm. we had Direct TV, and I would just would set it to record. Ooh, look like at this guy every, with money. Right, uh, it was my parents, <laughs> right? They're the ones that had the money. But anyway, um, I'd set the DVR to record every race, yeah. right? And it would go into a folder, and it would be in that race, right? And then I would go back and I would watch it. <clears> and you know, luckily for me, nobody was around to spoil me. The only thing that was around to spoil me was well i i didn't i couldn't follow the social media i couldn't follow any of the pages not that there was much happening but navigating to the race um sometimes it would be like a news clip they'd be like max verstappen wins or like whatever whoever it was, it was you know yeah lewis hamilton wins that i'm like damn it you know mm-hmm. i would get so mad that i couldn't actually just watch it immediately yeah. um i did notice that formula e has like an app and they have like their you know whatever but it's like it's not like the F1 television app. Mm-hmm. F1 TV app does a good job of avoiding spoilers. Yeah. So like you get to watch, yeah. you know, the race <clears throat> before it happens and not get spoiled. Yeah. Formula E apparently hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. Um, but also too, like we don't need to watch this live. I'm not used to watching it. Right. Live. I don't I, like. Right. I just put it on when I can. Right. You know. And you have because a it's real life. <laughs> right. And because it's international yeah. as well, like we can't get up at you know three in the morning to watch the race. We're not going to do yeah. that. Some people do that with F1. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I just can't. I mean, maybe it's they want to need to avoid the spoilers or whatnot. But like, I swear, every every race that comes up in the season. I just let it happen. I wait for the replay to show up on the F1 app, and usually it's like mm-hmm. immediate, and then I just watch it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I just get it done with. It's so much easier. So the yeah, FE needs to figure that out because, like you said, it is it is a you know people the interest in motorsport. It, it's it's sort of it's still warm. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of on fire. I I worry that it's cooling off a little bit, and I think mm-hmm. the only reason why it's cooling off a bit is because of well a couple of things i think the max 
dominance is slowing down. Dude. I think the inacce- inaccessibility of these things is slowing it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like you guys got to strike that iron while it's hot and yes. you're not striking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think what you meant was the, yeah, the absolute max for Stappen curb stomping dominance of last <laughs> season is slowing down the popularity, right? Because people are like, oh, is this what it is? Like, it's boring, et cetera, et cetera. Which is fine. People can think that. That's, you know, it's perfect. And that's fine. what they want to think. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, absolutely. I think it's, uh, yeah. But it makes Nailed me it worry that, gotta, like, I was going to say, it makes me worry that the teams and the governing body are going to start making decisions off of entertainment rather mm. than, like, the nature of the sport. You know what I mean? Like, it's like what you said with, like, Gunther. Like, oh, yeah. they're going to, like, force a team to hire a, yeah. pr- a principal that's, like, a weirdo uh, yeah. or something, you know? Like, yeah. it, for the sake of Drive to Survive, it's just, like, the, the revenue is not shouldn't be coming from the reality show it should be coming yeah. from the sport as an entertainment sure know? and granted that was more tongue-in-cheek it was more just like of the available people who sure who would kind of fill that like comedic comedic relief role you know but um for sure right. yeah i you did bring something up that's interesting i do think we've already seen the impact of the value the entertainment value kind of superseding that of like how the actual sport operates and the key right key point there is like Abu Dhabi 2021 right like I think things have kind of cooled off a little bit now but like the fact that the rules weren't applied how they had typically been applied we've already we've we've already seen that impact and I think the introduction of more stewards and the new stewarding rules mm-hmm. were and it, it was an attempt to kind of correct that right so I think yeah the governing bodies are aware of that right they want to make sure things are balanced but at the end of the day it is still entertainment too you know but um yeah Where's yeah, that line no. in the sand? You know, right, right. Big thing. No, that's for sure. Well, I mean, you know, I guess uh, that all being considered, um, you know, Formula E still had its <clears throat> race weekend um, in yeah. Mexico, and uh, one thing that was really interesting to me, uh, generally, uh, as I was looking at it, um, uh, the Mexican track that they used. Oh so yeah. It's same place where they do the Grand Prix track, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a lot shorter. So, yeah. you know, um, the uh, event, uh, it's Hanuk, uh, sponsored by Hanuk. So it's Hanuk Mexican E-Prix. Yeah, Hankook, the, the um, tire. Han- Hankook, that's right. Yeah, um, tire manufacturer. Um, I believe they, they support all, they, they supply all the tires for all the teams. I think it's like the, I think they're like the Pirelli of... Mm. Formula E at this point. Um, uh, the same track as the F1 races at the um, <laughs> Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez. Um, but um, the Formula E track is only 2.6 kilometers long, which that is in miles. I don't know. Let me ask Logan Sargent. So let's see. 2.6 kilometers is 1.6 miles. And the uh, the front, the Grand Prix track is four point three, so it's a pretty significant reduction in distance and size. Mm-hmm. Um, which like big time, yeah, big time. Which is um, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping that like FE has put a lot of they put a lot of attention into the battery performance. Yes. And and the battery length to an extent as well, um, but also a lot of focus on the rechargeability or the charging up speed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is good. But um, yeah, it's, I really hope that Formula E gets to the point to where they're maybe not doing a full Grand Prix distance, but at least like half of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to see them at longer tracks. Like, I want them to be on, like, an actual, like, full-on racetrack. Mm-hmm. You know, not like a sort of a section off. I mean, you got close with, with Portland because Portland is a designated racetrack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I like I, I would love to see them racing. Well, uh, Monaco is a street circuit, but I still want to see that. Um, I'll try to think, what would be a good track? For, what do you think would be an exciting track like purpose built track to see f oh spa are you kidding me oh my god dude oh well yeah if you could do it yeah i mean (laughs) that's a that's a lot that's a big ass distance Mm -hmm. for for fe yeah Um, i mean the problem is i think i i feel you one of the one of the theses or the thrusts of formula e is to keep these cars in the cities right to show people this is what an electric vehicle would look like in your backyard in your city in your town right and so i admire that because there's like um there's like um you're trying to pull like a checkmate on people right to get them used to seeing this and hearing these kinds of noises around themselves within the city within the city limits and whatnot but um yeah the purpose built dude i think spa just by far would be the coolest dude could you imagine seeing some fe cars that's rolling through eau rouge I think I think Spa is like if they get to if they can get to Spa and do like half a half a Grand Prix distance, I feel yeah. like they've made it as a motorsport in mm-hmm. a significant way because that's a that's a big technical achievement for an electric car series. Um but like I would say on a shorter scale or like mm-hmm. kind of on a you know a more realistic sort of like view, I, I feel if they could do if they could do a full Suzuka that would be awesome. Mm, okay. Um, I feel like a lot of those swooping chicanes and things would cater to those cars pretty well. Um, also, you know, it, it, even if it's rainy, like, you know, the, the way that their nature of their tires are, you know, it's like all terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely some older circuits that would be interesting to see. Um, you know, stuff that that's not as long, like, uh, like Watkins Glen or not Watkins Glen. Um, What's that? There's one in uh maybe it is Watkins Glen and you're in England. It's like another British Grand Prix race. Um there, there's a there's a few surveyed like Silverstone could be interesting. Silverstone would be there's good. There's some think. there's some really big ones. You know, I, I understand why they do street circuits a lot. Um, you know, just because it, it, it the distances don't have to be as big. But it would be really cool to see these things really get a chance to stretch their legs. So yeah, I think like spa would be incredible if they were able to get to the point to where the batteries were able to mm-hmm. like um you know not uh be able to like function well enough in that environment to just hold that that charge so, and you know i don't think the, the issue wouldn't be necessarily that it couldn't do the the full like um distance over one lap like is that what you're talking about or is it, are no you i mean like a full race like, distance oh like, for, yeah, yeah yeah okay gotcha full race distance yeah, yeah. i mean it'll i i think we'll get there it's just a matter of Right now, you could double the the weight of the batteries, right, and just add more capacity that way. But um, is that worth it, right? That slows you down, right? There's a max right. speed you don't be able to reach. So, I mean, we're we're getting there, right? Remember, Gen One of these F uh, Formula E cars. By the way, we've got we we plan on talking about Formula E in in more depth to kind of give more context around this. But um, Generation One of the Formula E cars, like the drivers would literally just hop out. <laughs> 
and get into another car right in mm-hmm. order to complete the race and then slowly 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 battery distance was getting better or i'm sorry um battery um battery capacity was getting better and like the d- discharge and dissipation rates from that battery to actually go ahead and you know race at a high level high performance level um mm-hmm. to the point now where we can do an entire race formula e race on one battery with a single charge right so right. um I, that's just 10 years, right? That's just 10 years right. of, of battery technology development. So mm-hmm. give it another 10 years, maybe maybe we'll be there. Yeah, well, I know that they're doing the quick charge, which quick, quick charge it was like, <laughs> I think it was like 80% of the battery capacity in like a, like a minute or something like that. It was like that's a, insane. You know, like that opens the window to, mm-hmm. you know, having a pit stop, you mm-hmm. know, and effectively adding, you know, at least three quarters of the distance onto mm-hmm. it. So we are on the cusp of seeing like a longer distance run for the cars. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, you know, I, you get, I, it was really exciting in, in Portland to see them kind of stretch their legs a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> I just think like sometimes with these Grand Prix, these, these Formula E circuits, there's a lot of like right turns and it's just like a lot of like, it can really, I mean, it's a city, right? It's just down. a grid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah um ooh, long beach would be kind of cool for an fe to show oh, too man, long that beach would be a good track for, yeah long beach is that fun. would be real nice well anyway um yeah I, the, speaking of um speaking of being able to see stuff i am very excited to be able to watch some of the formula academy races um yes and i'm also very very glad i'm really excited to see that they will be getting the chance to get an audience because yeah. we saw that glimpse in the finale where they were, they'd had like, like, you know, uh, autograph sessions and yeah. a lot more media attention. And like, that's all fabulous. That's wonderful. And I'm really here for it. I'm excited, uh, to see that, um, come to fruition. Um, and, uh, I'm really, really also excited to see, be able to watch that on the F1 app ostensibly too, right? Yes. Because they usually put the support races on there as well as the regular. But in any case, like I'm definitely going to be trying to consume that every oh, absolutely. every race that they do. Yeah. Um, and now that I have a little bit more of a passing fam- familiarity with some of the, you know, the drivers involved, it'll be a little, it'll be a bit easier as well. Um, Idris, uh, I think now that it's 2024. Mm-hmm. And we are, you know, uh, things are starting to come into motion. Formula E starting to, you know, slowly start. Um, IndyCar is going to be starting up relatively soon. Uh, and then, you know, obviously F1 is going to be coming in soon. Um, is there anything like that you miss from like, you know, that, that we haven't been doing the past like month? like or that we haven't been able to consume because of the you know being in the off season like what do you miss most about Mm. like the general f1 season like you know what's your favorite part that you're looking forward to getting back into as far as your routine um i think just like the like internet deep dives after a race and just kind of (laughs) Mm -hmm. exploring like especially when with anomalies right like oh what what went wrong during the race like technically Mm -hmm. with this car right and then yeah you know it's just hopping over to different subreddits just looking pouring through twitter instagram whatever and just seeing uh getting seeing what people think but also getting some hot takes too like the really bad hot takes like those mm-hmm. <laughs> those are really fun <laughs> right how about yeah. you um for me honestly it's um it's kind of um i think my honestly my favorite thing is 
I like I like sort of formulating what we're gonna do for an episode. I I love the excitement after a really exciting Grand Prix, thinking, oh, oh yeah. man, I can't wait to talk to Idris about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I also really I'm also really looking forward to being able to create um graphics for each of our posts this year because like mm -hmm. now that i move into this space it's a lot easier for me to watch and then immediately be able to work on it yeah whereas before there was a period of time where i had to like drive across the city and then do the thing but then leave immediately after and like it was just like a whole thing but now like i'm yeah. more centralized i can just fix in on it um and create some really fun stuff and I, I think that's what i'm looking forward to most is i'm looking forward to the memes i'm looking forward to the inside jokes those are the things i think i miss the most um every every time there's a you know a race mm -hmm. um you know whether it be like a mama mia scuderia showing up or um you know some weird thing that like christian says that really irritates me you know like all my <laughs> hot takes all of that stuff you yeah know, that's what yeah. i'm excited for and i'm really excited to bring that into the world of the other stuff that we're watching too like fe yeah. Formula yeah. Academy and yeah. you know IndyCar. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get get that ball rolling as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. I still got to get my Peacock membership so I can watch F Dude. IndyCar. So that's that's next. Uh <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm so tired of all these streaming services. I don't want to subscribe. I just, I know. I, no, I'm done. <laughs> I've been done for years, but I'm like especially done now. You know, it's exhausting. There's too many, it is. and like it is. And it's like, and you know, they, none of them work well together. Uh, the apps won't function properly. Um, and yeah, and, you know, it's funny. It's like we're we're kind of circling back though, right? Because yeah, it's like it's just cable. You again. had, yeah, because like you had cable, right? Where you just you paid for your package and it had so many channels, right? And then Netflix was like, oh well, we have our own like thing of things or whatever, and it was just like movies. And then it's yeah. like okay, and then Netflix was its own thing. <clears throat> everybody else was there and then now all then all of a sudden everybody had to have their own app like peacock like leave their peacock cap and the paramount app and the blah 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 and now they're bundling together and it's like you right. get peacock and showtime and blah 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 right you buy this package and you get this and this and this and this for free <laughs> it's just circling back to yeah. the it's... list of channels that you buy off of from your cable provider like it's just circling back to that yeah explain that um, to your parents in the 90s right like you, like you go back in the past and you're like mom dad okay this is what's going on they're like wait just cable yeah. also how am i talking to you <laughs> right i uh, just it's too much and like you know the other thing i was thinking about too it's like people people still forget that like you don't own any of the content when you subscribe yeah, to like yeah. a streamer service. So like yeah. you just have access to it so long as you're paying for it. And if they decide to take it off their streaming it's service, it's gone. You can't yeah. just say, even if you were to like save it as a favorite, it, they just take it off. Yeah. So that's why like I was, I was really happy. Like I still have all my DVDs mm -hmm. and like people, like people are like, why do you still have DVDs? Because you know, if I want to watch Robin Hood men in tights, like right now I can just pr turn it on and mm -hmm. watch it. You know, or if I want to watch whatever movie, like I don't have to be like, oh, what streaming service is it on? I could just pull it up, open it up, put it in, you know, and I'm also a millennial, so I don't care about FPS and like, you know, the crazy high fidelity. Like, it almost looks more comfortable to my eyes, that DVD mm. quality. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel you. It's like, it's like the color green. My eyes just can rest on it really comfortably. Yeah. You know, it's not like... <laughs> weird like you know uh, frame filled in you know whatever nonsense that sure. goes on so um 
but yeah, no, I I do wish that um, IndyCar and Formula E had their own F1 app style thing where F1 you can TV just app, subscribe. Yeah. I think the FIA should in general, like F1 should also include Formula E and like all of the other FIA sanctioned yeah. you know, racing should all be under one blanket. You know, speaking of which, I was watching earlier today um, the Dakar 2024 series, uh, the Saudi Ooh. Arabia race. Just the, uh-huh. like the oh man, it's so fun, man! Like yeah, I okay. I feel like I would want to just race one of those cars. Carlos Sainz <laughs> is actually racing uh, for Spain with oh really partner. Yeah, um, they're racing. So they showed uh, dirt bikes. They had ATVs. They had trucks, and they had like dune buggies. And like the dune buggies are so fun, man! Like oh, I'm okay. I'm converted. It like Where NBC did you has watch all the highlights this? on YouTube, dude. On YouTube, oh okay, just like just there and i'm like this is great i'm really okay. enjoying this i would actually fly out and travel to one of these places and and it's just such a cool experience and um it also this reminds me because we yeah we've wanted to talk about extreme e for a little bit too so mm-hmm. i think we'll talk a little bit about that as well in this upcoming season um along with some other special guests and stuff that we have so you guys are in for a good 2024 um something real quick i wanted to mention too related to 2024 it's kind of a pivot switch Mm-hmm. Um, we have our car, some car reveal launch dates that have been dropped. Um, like Williams, right? Okay, yeah, I wanted yeah. to kind of drop those dates too for people to kind of mark down on the calendar. But mm. yeah, Williams dropping on uh, February fifth. Um, Stake okay. F one team is also dropping on the fifth. I think they changed their name to Stake F one team versus Kick yeah. Sauber. I think they, I, I yeah, think they mixed that right. They did. Uh, yeah, no. So it's Stake F1, although I did read somewhere that they're planning on changing the name depending on the venue that they're at. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah. Uh, you know, can That's we? Stupid. I, part of me just wishes we could just go back to like, can't you just like race in your country's like colors? Well, I guess no. We would just have a few half the field would just be British racing green. Um, you know what that feels like to me? That feels like. It's my team. No, it's mine. No, it's mine. No, it's my yeah. team. Like you why? can you can you can feel the like corporate deliberation on like what percentage of the exposure is has your name on it and like you know rather than just being like here's the teams, here's the sponsors, boom, there you go. Um yeah, no I don't know what they're going to change it to, but I think like they're just kind of a little butt hurt that everybody was so, you know, upset by the what was it? It was kick it was it was stake F one team kick Sauber I think yeah right? something something crazy like that yeah like they're just like I'm sure somebody thought that was such a brilliant name yeah. and then they're just really upset and now they're just like well okay we'll we'll just be like kick F one <laughs> in some of these races and stake F one in another one <clears throat> it's just like God just you know just pick one sponsor okay yeah. like stop you know. Yeah. Um, it was like with the football stadiums changing to like, you know, Quicken Loans Arena or like, you know, you mean Staples the Center. And it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> God, just like, you know, name it something cool. I don't yeah. know. The Octagon, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's just that, yeah, we we're, we live in a world where there's just so much corporate sponsorship and like yeah, it's, it's just everywhere of... and it's all encompassing. Yeah. Um, everything and, we do. 
at least the F1 di- drivers don't have to name drop their sponsors every time they give an interview like they do in like IndyCar and NASCAR, you know? Yeah. Like, could you imagine um, Max doing this? Like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I was driving around the ra- uh, the track, you know, really quick, you know, Red Bull, it gave me wings, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I also want to, uh, you know, thank, uh, you know, our other uh, sponsors. Oracle. You know, I, what, what, what you, Oracle, uh, you know, if you need to figure it out, ask the Oracle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I love the Oracle in the Matrix. <laughs> like yeah, Bybit, all these other sponsors. Yeah, yeah, like you know, if you need crypto, here's where you go. Like, <laughs> I'm glad we don't have that because that yeah. just feels that's like the one that's one thing that like NASCAR does that always yeah. you know always bothers me. Because, you know, when I yeah. gear up for a race, you know, and I gotta have my McDouble from Wendy, so I really appreciate you know that you know, <laughs> and also you know where our, our car was running pretty good is running that Penn's oil. You know, I use Penn's oil for everything. Penn's oil, run it, run it good. You know, it's just like. <laughs> mm, um could you imagine just like if there's like a bunch of patreon uh uh followers for f1 oh, teams and they just have to list all of their like mm-hmm. names like during the <laughs> like, interview. like they do at the end of every video just like yes <laughs> i want to thank uh um good nuts 305 uh uh golden eagles 79 uh mac daddy 305 uh crazy chick so you know like, like just like go through a list of patrons yeah. like i feel like that's the future we're heading towards and i'm i yeah. i'm not i'm not yeah. happy about that so the other teams that are ready uh, to drop their cars um mm-hmm. or we have their dates at least uh, you have aston martin on february 12th and ferrari february 13th um i want to say mercedes and mclaren are also on the 12th but mm-hmm. i could be wrong i thought i saw that somewhere but the other teams have not confirmed is anybody is anybody releasing theirs on test day do we know? Oh, um, that is a good question. I mean, what test date is what the 21st? Yeah, 21st through the mm-hmm. 24th in Bahrain. Because um, some some teams used no to do that. They would. That. Okay. Yeah, because some teams used to do that. They would reveal their car like yeah. on the test day. Um, I hope they all do it ahead of time, even if they do digital, yeah. because we need to have our second. Uh, oh yeah. Our second annual um, uh, livery review. Yes. Um, the the problem with though our, is that uh, go, go ahead. I was gonna say like fit with runway music and everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, like it's kind of hard to do that if they drop it on a test session day because then test yeah. session kind of takes precedence. So, um, well, I was yeah, just gonna I say the see. other thing is that um, like F one is a social media like enterprise now, right? So mm-hmm. all these all these corporate sponsors are not going to let this you know opportunity to go by and not get to showcase their car and get buzz about their team and investors and all that kind of stuff you know so i think gone are the days where people just show up and um show up to preseason testing and reveal their car at their livery mm. then you know right i think this is just kind of like this is just what it is now we have to remember too like i think um as of as of last year um the cars that we thought were fast because they looked fast <laughs> were not <laughs> Except for the Aston Martin. I remember thinking the Aston yes. Martin looked quick, and it yes. technically was, yeah. but eh. but I remember us saying, like, oh, man, that Alfa Romeo looks so good mm-hmm. and so fast, and mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. So just because it looks good does not mean uh, yeah. it's quick. But, you know, hey, it had metallic paint on it, too, so maybe that was slowing them down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you got to gamify this. Yeah. Um, Heavy metal, okay. bro. Here, here's a little preemptive thing to play with you. Um, yeah. Are is Red Bull gonna change their livery? Oh my god, dude! I was thinking the exact same thing. No, 
Absolutely. You don't not. think so? If anything, with the mat, the mat finish, like if, kind if of. If anything, maybe a streak of purple in there somewhere. Mm. Maybe, yeah. To kind of harken back to the two thousand, two thousand nine, two thousand through two thousand thirteen yeah. era, right? Maybe, maybe. Man, I. Ugh. I wish, God, I wish they would do something wild. I wish yeah, they, they would just to. make it look like a look like a Red Bull can with like the metallic, yes, the chrome and, and the blue. But you know, here's the thing: it's just like they once somebody found out that like you know the gloss paint weighed more or whatever, and so everyone's doing satin or naked carbon, and it's just mm-hmm. like th- this is where we need a regulation change. Like, <clears throat> like maybe the team, maybe there needs to be something where it's like the the teams can get away with painting more, or maybe like I don't know. Like, I just don't. I like I I don't like that the rules are affecting. It used to just be like you should just be um, sponsors like, you know, you don't want smoking sponsors like you don't want tobacco related. So that was like affecting it or like you couldn't use certain colors because of like, you know, the if they were too close to another car on track or something. But now it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's more aerodynamic if we use matte finished paint. It's just like, well, yeah, but it doesn't look as good. Like, I want to see those glossy (laughs) colors in like the Singapore lights. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm gonna say it right here. Yeah, I'm gonna say it right here. Yeah, Red Bull ain't changing nothing. Yeah, Red Bull's not changing. We're gonna switch around whatever sponsor, but I'm really excited about Alphatari now racing pools. They have a huge opportunity here to completely just like they're coming in as a new like new brand, quote unquote, I guess. But yeah, just switch it up. Do something new. Do something really cool. I don't think they're gonna do that. Yeah, you think? It's I think it's just gonna out. be minimalist white, just like Alphatari was you oh, know it's bummer. just gonna be nah. you know I, I i just i just know like i just i just i like i'm ready to be excited and shocked because i i love it but yeah, you want it yeah you just you know it's just gonna be it's just gonna be the same boring thing it's yeah. just they're they're not gonna do anything interesting i mean yep. i was really excited when alpha alpha romeo did i was like oh that looks good mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. metallic red and the yeah i don't know i feel that hmm. Yeah, and Ferrari, we'll I guess Ferrari will come in with a bright purple car. Right? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, like it, it's like the safest bet in the entire world that you could possibly make about anything. It's like like two things: like, will the sun rise in the in the east and set in the west? Yes. Yes. <laughs> will Ferrari race in red? Yes. Like you know, will time continue to march on? Yes. <clears throat> you know, is water wet? Yes. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay. You know what? Okay, this is a little off topic. Just before mm-hmm. we close, okay, yeah. this is off topic. This is the kind of exclusive content you get on an F one, um, F one or F off. Okay. Um, I don't know why I was watching. Uh, I was watching Married at First Sight. Um, with love Lauren. that show. I love um, that show. I love it and hate it at the same time. Um, but I did not expect as I was watching this to have a really intense like. Not philosophical, but like uh, just like a, a question you really have to sit and think about. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the guys was joking and he said, how many holes does a straw have? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. I think I think we've seen the season that you're talking about. And the answer is one hole, <clears throat> because if you think about it, if you take a straw and you, mm-hmm. you were to take all the plastic and you were to squeeze it yeah. down, right? Right. And flatten it all out. It would just be a plastic circle that has a hole. Exactly. It, There's right? one hole. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the argument was made that there's hole one and hole two, which 
I d- doesn't make any sense to me. I think that you have to think of it in context of a straw. You have the upper it's portion a of a straw and the bottom portion of a straw. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know a tunnel doesn't have hole one and uh, hole two. It has you know this side of the tunnel, that mm-hmm. side of the dental yeah. tunnel. It maybe it might have entrance one and entrance two or exit and entrance mm-hmm. depending. But ultimately, it's got <laughs> one hole. Until somebody brought up the point that what is a what what do you call a hole in the ground? Because the hole in the ground doesn't have an exit on the other side. So is it still one hole? I mean, or is it... it's it's what we call in the engineering world a blind hole, right? Like it. Oh, it's a blind it, hole. Yeah, it dead. Yeah, it dead. It dead ends at a certain side. Yeah, so it's still a hole. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. I didn't know that that was a scientific thing. Okay, yeah. I mean more of an engineering thing, but so, oh, yeah, okay. engineering thing. Okay, yeah, so, so it's a dead hole. Well, blind hole, blind oh, hole, blind hole. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean a hole. You would a hole like a hole like a straw would be a through hole, right? Because you go right. through the entirety of the material. Whereas a blind hole just dead ends. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But it's still but technically it, but they're both hole. holes. Yeah, it's still technically right. a hole, one hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Um, these these, we, are, deep, these are the deep things, things we talk about. Yeah, we talk, at, we talk, at, we talk about holes and straws and married at first sight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk about that later. Love, I'm not going to fill up. Maths. Yeah. I'm not going to fill up the F1 or F off podcast with, uh, you know, we're not going to turn into F1 or married at first sight. I mean, we um, we could. I think that I think there is a there's an intersection of of demographics that love both, you know, and I am there for it. <laughs> if you if anyone My listening wants small. to hear our thoughts about love at first sight, um, you can send us a message um, at F1 or F off uh, podcast at gmail dot com <laughs> subject um, married at first podcast or something. Um, and we can we'll we'll discuss we'll discuss the uh, the mm. inquiries and questions online and we will we will, we will say something. Ooh, here's an idea. All right. So, guys, we're going to start a new podcast. It's going to be called Married at Lights Out and Away We Go. So this is a this is a podcast that focuses on drivers and their blind dates where they just have to say yes or no to being married at first sight and that's it. It's a, it's a you know you a know new show coming soon on TLC. There is a there's a dating show that uh Lauren is obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And it's well she more or less watches a guy react to this to this thing but it's called sure. the Button, right? Okay. Where it's like it's like a speed dating thing. So it's like two people sit in front and they talk oh, to each other. And like the button cut. This is by cut, right? Something. There's a few, yeah. there's a ton of different variations. There's like Australian, yeah. there's like UK, whatever. But like the idea is like you're sitting at a table and there's a button and the button's talking to you and mm-hmm. like asking questions and then it turns the light turns red and then you have to hit it if you want to pass that person on that person, yeah. right? Like in the blind yeah. date. F one drivers would be experts at that. <laughs> Their reaction time would just be so lightning quick. No one would be yeah. able to react to it. So yeah, if you were like an F1 driver on a dating thing, speed dating thing, like it would just be like, there's, there's no way like, but Hey, you know what? Maybe that's a fun idea. Get all of the automotive, like motorsport racing people who are yeah. single and get them on that show and see who has the <laughs> quickest reaction time, you know, with the button. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, that would be think of a title for that. Would it be like zero, zero to six, uh, zero, zero to, to love, zero, ooh, 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 ooh. like zero to love in sixty seconds, or like yeah, yeah love in sixty seconds, like instead okay. of gone in sixty seconds, mm-hmm. or um, overtake my heart, um, qualifying for love, yeah. grand, grand, 
pretty faces. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I'm trying to start. I'll come up with better ones later. Yeah. You know, Ben would be really good at this. I <laughs> oh, need to absolutely. ask him. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll ask him, like, what would a, give me some motorsport themed dating shows <laughs> titles. Um, he'll come up with like a billion of them and I'll just like post them on our page or whatever. Um, anyway, yep. yep cr- hey, crossover universe is happening here. So like there's, you know, this is what you guys need to know f1 or f off it is a modular podcast we can talk about what we want because why because it's our show yep not yours (laughs) but please listen to us (laughs) but please listen to us um yeah well um anyway everybody uh thank you for listening to f1 or f off um this is our 50th episode and we are really happy that we made it this far um here's to the the next 50 you know mm-hmm. um please uh if you know uh, thank you for listening is you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts uh and i mean everywhere uh yeah. spotify apple ipod or P- apple podcasts yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, youtube um and a whole bunch of other ones too that yeah. like I, i've never even heard of but yeah. like hey we're on there so yeah there you go we have an rss feed you know just yeah, we, we got everything um if you want to hit us up or aka uh send us a message um you can find us on instagram you can find us on tiktok you can find us on youtube you can find us on x still um still you, you know now that blue sky is opening up a little bit i think yeah. we might want to make it blue sky because <clears throat> yeah, it was oh, like closed off for a while but mm-hmm. now i think everybody's starting to kind of switch over so yeah um that could be cool um you can also send us a direct email at f1 or f off podcast all one word mm-hmm. at gmail.com please give us a five-star review uh or a four and a half star review that's acceptable uh, as we've said many times um wherever you listen to your podcast uh leave a comment leave a message um leave us a review let us know what you think let us know how you feel yeah um and most importantly let us know what your favorite season of married at first sight is because we we will talk like my wife and I love that show. <laughs> I, I so I've only been able to start seeing what's on Netflix right now. So we just yeah. got we got through season twelve. So that was mm-hmm. like Chris and Paige were on that, and I was just screaming at the screen mm. constantly. Um, I absolutely hate that man, mm. and I'm very glad that people quit his business apparently because he was a terrible owner. Um, hashtag blessed is apparently what his name was, and I was just I every time I saw it, it just made me cringe. Uh um yeah i guess if you want to if you want a uh a crash course in what gaslighting looks like just watch that season uh season 12. um but yeah no be just just like um married at first sight um be sure to show this podcast to a stranger um especially if you're at the altar and you're getting married right in first sight and you don't know this person be like hey you should listen to this podcast and then just let it go viral. So thanks. Yeah. I, we, we appreciate that. Um, next time, if they do that season in Cleveland, I'm going to be really stoked. Um, but yeah, um, that's the show. I, I think that's it. Yeah. That's the show, folks. Thank you. Looney Tunes theme, you know? That's all, folks. All right, later, y'all. Peace.